Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. Welcome to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome to the Darling Download, another Darling Download, another week down. And as I welcome Chris Nelson, my offsider on the Darling Download. Chris, has it been a winning week for you? No, not really, Sam. We raced at Ipswich on Wednesday and you know what? I've said it many, many times, but I don't know how anyone can possibly get a winner at Ipswich. I find it so hard there. On paper, these things look good things and they come to the home turn and they're going backwards. I, I don't know. I'll just have to revisit and retool, I think, when it comes to Ipswich because I've really struggled there. Do you? And, and uh, yeah, it's it's tricky. Ipswich, can it bring horses undone? And, and I'll tell Boy, you what, no. i tell you what, um, uh, one of those uh, horses that uh, you nearly gave it a bit of a sausage tag, didn't you? What did you say? A Pancake Tuesday horse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He got the money at $18. Yeah, he sure did. He sure did. That was a big chance. And now he's won two from his last three. So Pancake Tuesdays are happening a lot more often than they used to. <laughs> That's good for the uh, – not good for the stomach. Now, we've got no Toowoomba racing uh, this weekend, so we're going to focus on the Warwick meeting. And we're going to have a chat to Matt Crop, who is a uh, – well, he's a great trainer, uh, has a stable at uh, Toowoomba and Dolby, does a great job with his horses. It's a real family affair and, and well-travelled. They go anywhere for yeah, a winner, do. don't they? And obviously had a good uh, – Birdsville Carnival this year. That's for sure. So it's going to be great to catch up with Matt. Uh, Cody Collis, he rode a Brett Preble yeah, last did. week at, at Toowoomba. Yeah, he did. So uh, we're going to have a chat to Cody Collis, who has got a really interesting background. He started off bell racing uh, before he started race riding. Uh, so mm-hmm. it'll be great to uh, find out a little bit more about that. And, uh, yeah, you've got to be uh, you've got to be good to be doing, uh, doing that barrel racing. But I'm sure... Uh, uh, that doesn't top uh, riding a treble. Only been riding for a short time and uh, getting a treble at Toowoomba last week. So, uh, and he kicked off the winning with winning the first race um, with shotgun socks for for the Curry Camp. How well are their horses going, Chris? Uh, they've been for a while too, flying. Yeah, and they've got uh, some more good chances over the weekend. They seem to get a few horses from interstate, and uh, they turn them around pretty quick. Good to see him. Nick Keel back in the winner's circle. Uh, yeah. He won on Harry and the Tiger for Mark Culligan. Uh, Nick, yeah, he's uh, quite a tall jockey, and uh, I'm sure the weight sort of restricts him a little bit. But he's... Well, that, he rode that, or he didn't ride it at, but the horse carried 61 kilos. Right. Yeah. Then Gaius, uh, who took out uh, race number three, another for the Curry Camp. Uh, that horse was well-placed. I think I might have tipped that horse uh, last week, actually. So many races, isn't there? Barrymore. Drew got the money in race number four <laughs> for Wando, Wanderson de Villa and uh, Naomi Hemmings. Uh, so it was good to see that get the money. You did Strike tip this one. award. You... I did tip this one. And that was a big effort at $1.45. No, I didn't. Oh. It started that, but it, it wasn't that earlier It's on. fair play. It's fair play Well, I know say I, that. <laughs> we, I did know someone during the week that tipped a horse and it won at $1.07. So oh, that was a wow. big effort. <laughs> so Strike Award was a good winner, and that brought up the, uh, the Brett Preble, the treble for Cody Collis. 
Then uh, Mojo Baby for Mick Murphy and the Girin Camp took out race number six and Visual Element for Lindsay Hatch and Jake Malloy took out the uh, lucky last last Saturday night. So uh, a break this week and Warwick Cup Day, which will be really well supported by the town. Good uh, fields. Best of luck to Anthony Collins and all the team uh, down there at uh, Warwick. Uh, yeah, they'll have they'll have a really good day, I'm sure. Yeah, big fields, nine races, some good horses going around, good competitive racing. And uh, uh, another horse that comes up every now and then on the Darling Downlow, who I might have, well, I definitely call him a sausage. Is St. Moritz. You've got an update on St. Moritz, Chris. Well, he went around to Cloncurry yesterday. <laughs> I haven't checked the results, and I won't do that until next week. So I don't <laughs> want to. But he did run at Mackay. He's now with John Manselman. So he's left Lindsay Hatch's establishment. He's gone to John Manselman's at Mackay's. And I saw him in the other day, and I thought, he'd have to be a chance in a <laughs> no, race you, like this. You, you saw him in the other day and went, what? And <laughs> I did. Somebody's I, giving him another chance. Somebody's taken it. Yeah, he must have been. Bought for a small sum. And anyway, he's up at Mackay. Like, you have to be a chance in this race. And I switched it over and the race was halfway through and he was sitting around midfield and then he was going backwards. So he's actually gone of course backwards. He, of course he was. And he had his head in the air, didn't he? He had it in the sky going so, backwards. So uh, I'll, I'll check on Clon Curry yesterday and I'll report back next week. I'll have a look at the video and see how he's going. Is there a win in him somewhere, Sammy, or just not possible? Uh, yeah, if there's a walkover somewhere, Chris. <laughs> have, have we? I don't. I don't uh, have we seen a walkover before? Not for a long time. I we don't... had one here a long time ago, I believe. Was there? Yeah, I remember seeing a photo somewhere in maybe the Eagle Farm Museum or something. Right. Just one horse going around. That was it. Yeah, I I, I can't remember ever seeing one, but uh, it's uh, the old schoolers talk about it, don't yes. they? Well, let's get our first break out of the way. And when we come back on the other side, we're going to have a chat to Matt Crop. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to The Darling Download. And Chris O, we've got Matt Crop on the line. Uh, Matt's uh, obviously a great trainer from Toowoomba and has a stable at uh, Dolby also. It's a... So it's fair to say it's a big family affair, wouldn't it, Matt? Uh, you're a big team, everybody's sort of involved in at your place. Yeah, well, everybody's got to be because we go all all um, directions at the weekend. Yeah, that that is uh, just looking at your last fifty runners. Well, we might touch on um, uh, Birdsville because uh, you're somebody that uh, frequents Birdsville, and and uh, uh, it was a, go- a good carnival for you this year. Yeah, well, it was probably a shame for the meeting that um, there was rain came came down and um, the northern fellas, the Mount Isaac people, and that didn't come down and that sort of made the fields a bit smaller. But it worked in our worked out good for us, so worked in our favour a little. How does the setup go when you? It's how how far is it for you to get to to Birdsville and then? Um, uh, you know, it's. I think it's it's pretty uh, casual, isn't it? That like the stabling and and so forth. It's not. Um, well, it's not, they only do it sort of once a year, and yeah. it's uh, it's pretty rough and tough. Would that be a fair way to describe it, Matt? Yeah, that's it. The horses have got to be, you know, pretty quiet, good. You know, they've got to be able to handle the the travel. We take about a week to get out there. Yeah. And have have a few stops along the way getting there, and then when they get there, they're only basically um, stabled in yards uh, with sort of half shelters over the yards that most of them are. Yeah. 
and um, of course we've only been out three times and struck rain twice and it's mm. never supposed to rain in the desert but we've made it <laughs> made it happen so but yeah no it's uh, we love going out that way and uh, being a part of it for sure and what what do you do do you stay in a tent or something yeah well everyone's got a camp yeah I actually camp I just um, sleep in my truck but yeah people um, set up all sorts of yeah they take uh camper trailers out and some people just sleep in their swags and around the place and that's yeah. do you how do you look at birdsville i mean do you look at it as a uh, a money making profit sort of exercise do you look at it as if as you just said earlier we love the atmosphere we love to just support it and get out there so if you break even are you happy with that yeah well we've probably made uh, a couple of our horses went well this time, but we've we've probably lost money our last two trips. But we've um, made a few bob this trip. Yep. But it's all about it's probably a hard way of getting a holiday, but it's um, a chance for us to get away from our normal yeah. routine. That's what we enjoy about it. Plus seeing the outback, and we've been lucky that it's been um, in really good order. Like uh, a couple of the times we've been out there, you wouldn't you wouldn't see it any better. So we've seen the Diamantina in flood and um you know the all the uh, channels running and feed in them and the cattle all fat and yeah it's been good good to experience it that way and we have seen it a bit dry too so well the weather pattern's supposed to change isn't it around christmas just after so next year you should be right you should get a dry one yeah well they've been pretty solid tracks because having to get those graders out to take the they had to grade the slop off the top of the track and then we ran on the hard clay it was um pretty hard going for them that's yeah. why you want sound horses to go out there that's for sure and when you um when when you take your horses there uh i guess as you say you, you know you take time to to head up to birdsville how does it go matt training them you have them pretty fit before you before you kick off so you you just keep them ticking over yeah, well, we normally have, um, there'll be a couple of horses we might, uh, they might have a bit of a spell and then just have maybe one starter or a trial to go out. And then others, if they're really fit, they'll just have a, a freshen up and then they'll have a gallop or, you know, a decent gallop before they head out. Because once you get on the road, of course, you don't do much with them. And just recently, uh, see, you took horses to Tara. Uh, that's a track that I don't know much about. It's only our southwest of Dolby. Oh. And uh, yeah, it's pretty well a local one. And how, how often would they race at Tara? I think only once a year. Oh, wow. It's funny. There's, there's, yeah. there's that one, and there's another one that's not far from Toowoomba that I didn't know anything about, and Matt will know, Clifton. Yeah, Clifton. They own it. They race Cox Plate Day usually. Um, it's only half an hour south of Twomba. Yeah, just one meeting a year. <laughs> really? One meeting a year. Yeah. Is the, did I would I have been correct in saying? I think I heard someone say Clifton gets really hard. Is that correct? Oh yeah, it gets firm. A lot of them do. It's sort of not an irrigated track or anything, so it depends on on the season. But it's pretty. Yeah, it's uh, really on pace turning sort of a track so you want to be a, a leader to be some hope of getting up at, at Clifton that's for sure 
Now, you've got uh, a, a very busy uh, day ahead of you today. Eagle Farm, Tears of Love uh, goes around there. Sam Collard on board. Yeah, be interesting. He's uh, run the Wheatwood was quite good. Um, he's had a, a good spell and being a little bit older now, he'd probably take a couple of runs to to come back to his best. But um, Sam knows him and he's come through the Wheatwood run good and acquitted uh, himself quite well there. So we're just onwards and upwards with him. 14 would probably go to, go to a mile and... And uh, maybe a couple at a mile, maybe even a bit further. Then we'll just see how he how he comes along. You got Vast Karma going around in race nine, the class six. This horse is just absolutely flying at the moment, Matt. He's been consistent. Um, just goes to show you probably the start at Dolby. You know, nothing much when he's way. Doesn't seem to like the tracks. Um, it was rain affected that day. Uh, he seems to like a firmer track and. He actually likes a bad gate. It seems to, it seems to work in his favour. Doesn't seem to be enjoying being inside of horses. Larry um, has uh, worked out, so yeah. Hopefully, we get a little bit of luck with him, and he's come through his last start really well. So, and he goes quite good on the backup. Mm. And Festival Prince in the last race you have with Matty Wishart on board. Well, we're up in the air as to which way to go with him. He's not that well weighted in town and he's very well weighted at Warwick. Um, so he may be going uh, Warwick Cup way. Right. Just gotta see what 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 rain's about tonight. And we see and then uh Gaindar, uh there's a couple of runners. Fair fella. Yeah. He's in the um, Stampede qualifier. Oh yeah, and uh, and then uh, I've got the Crowman there. That's probably the way he'll go. He's also in at Warwick, but I'd say he'll go to Gainder. Whereabouts is Gainder? Um, well, from here it's probably north, north, northwest. Uh, you go to go to. Um, Gendawi and then across to Mundubra and then you either go right and go down to Gainda. It's uh, orange growing country. They grow a lot of oranges and mandarins and that in that area. Yeah, It's probably just sort of northwest of Kingaroy and um, it's sort of probably due north, northwest from here. So when you get to Mundubra you go you can go up that way to go to Rockhampton. You go up, you go left and go up to Idesbold or right and go down the range to Gainda. Yeah. It's probably two and a half hour run, something like that. And somewhere where is uh, not too far uh, out the road is Warwick, which you've got to host the runners yeah. there. Big day, Warwick Cup day. Flying joy in the first race. Yeah, we've got uh, blinkers added. Her joy, um, she didn't. Nothing much seemed to go her way. It was a um, not a bad run, but uh, hopefully the blinkers will keep her focused, put her mind on the job. She was everywhere she went. The gaps seemed to close for her the other day. So hopefully, good run in at Warwick that might suit her. Hopefully she'll go a bit better. You've got Sir Bully going around in race number four at Warwick this afternoon. 
Uh, he'll be first up from uh, let up. We contemplated taking him to um, Birdsville, but he's probably not quite suited to to the trip, um, the travel. So he's had a he's had a bit of an ease up, and he'll he'll go really well. Um, I think first up. What about Laurie in race five? Uh, this is Laurie's first start back since Birdsville. He did a super job out there. Um, probably um, he's a good little trier, and uh, I'd expect him to race well. He's he's come through. He's bit of an ease up since Birdsville really well, so it'd be interesting to see how he goes. But I reckon he'll um, he's got the the jockey on that that knows him well, so. Um, Little Alley will go good on him, I hope. What's his stable name, Laurie? Would it be like? Has he got one like Lawrence or uh, <laughs> Daly or something like that? Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. L- L- Loza written on his gate. Loza, that'll <laughs> do. I knew he had to have something like that. Now, a horse we know well is Calm Seeker. He's going around in uh, race number six, the benchmark sixty over thirteen fifty. Second up from a break. Yeah, well, his first up effort was uh, terrific. At, um, at the sunny coast. He got back a bit there that day and was really strong late. Um, he would have took a bit of improvement from that run. And, uh, yeah, hopefully um, a few things go his way and um, he could be going close too. Now, you've already spoken, uh, obviously, festival... A lot of bad gates there. Yeah. We've got to overcome, of course. Anyway. Festival Prince, uh, he's probably got a bit of a tricky gate if he goes to the Warwick Cup, which you think you, you possibly could be going that way. Alicia Donald, um, how does she fit in? Uh, you give her a lot of support. Well, she's moved down from, she was from uh, Rocky and she's moved down to um, Glenn Richardson. Who's over? Was at Nanango. They've moved over to Gympie, but um, Glenn rang me when she was coming down here and um, said that he'd be um, looking for rides over our way. And I said, "Oh, that'll that'll work out good. We've got we've got our own country apprentice, young Sarah Robbins, but um, it's good to have a couple of options. And Ali's been doing a really good job for us. So yeah, great, great having her on board and. Um, Glenn's a uh, good boss. He's been given her the, the opportunity to come and, and get on our horses. He's been um, really looking after her well. Just on Festival Prince, Matt, um, distance-wise, I know you've been trying or, or, or trying him over further a little bit. He went to 1,800 at Eagle Farm, a couple of 1,500-metre runs. He won at 14 last time. What do you think is his, pre- or his pet distance? Well, I... I've always thought he'll be at least a miler mm. and it probably hasn't worked out that way for us because we've never had uh, solid enough tempo, genuine tempo scoring when we've gone, you know, past the 1400. So it, it looks like he's trips 1400, but I think um, he'll eventually be, be a miler. Pretty sure. But, um, and he's a bit tricky with uh, wet tracks. He'll, He'll handle a track with the footing okay. If it's a bit greasy, he's hopeless, yep. I reckon. But um, if the footing's okay, he's got a massive stride. And if the footing's all right, he's confident in his stride. 
he's he's quite okay. But if it's like a fresh, wet track, he's not much chop on it. I know. I, I reckon. Uh, early days, he used to over race a little bit and pull when he had the um, the young apprentices on. Does he still do that in his races? Uh, he, he's settling quite good now. Yep. Um, but then again, you know, like you go to somewhere like Warwick and you can nearly guarantee they'll roll along for you. So yeah. uh, Warwick and Dolby and Gatton, they uh, uh, usually um, crack along, don't they? Well, Matt, you've got a uh, massive Saturday ahead of you. Best of luck and uh, hope you can uh, bring home the prize at uh, at lots of, at the, all yeah, three tracks bring today. Bring home the bacon. Yeah, well, you could have a cracking day, have a bit of luck and, and get a few winners, but it doesn't take much to... To miss out too, but anyway, we'll be going and having a having a go at them. Best of luck today. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Matt. Cheers. See you, there is Matt Croft. Uh, he's a really good trainer, and uh, his horses always parade beautifully and uh, uh, fit well. And yeah, that's a hectic Saturday, isn't it? Sure is. And uh, look, it's not. You don't really go many Saturdays where he doesn't train a winner somewhere. That's it. Okay, let's take a quick break. When we come back on the other side, we're going to have a chat to Apprentice Inform Apprentice Cody Collett. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to The Darling Download. And Chris O, I've got, it. I've got someone new on this week. I've got someone it's new. It's about on. time, Sammy. <laughs> We've got Cody Collis, the informed Cody Collis on the line. Cody, welcome to the Darling Download. No, thanks for having me, guys. It's great to be on um, on the radio. Now, you've been riding up an absolute storm and uh, just recently rode a treble, or as David Taggart had called it, a Brett Preble <laughs> at uh, at Toowoomba. Uh, that must have been a big thrill uh, in after not riding for too long. Yeah, no, it was really good to um, get a treble for, especially the Ben Curry stable. who's um been a big support since I've moved down here. Uh, so, yeah, it was really good to um, get some winners for him. Tell us how, how you got into racing, Cody, and a, a bit of your background. Uh, well, it was just um, – I used to do a bit of barrel racing back in the day and um, when I was, a, like, a young young kid and uh, it kind of moved on to uh, racing, so – uh, started off as like picking up shit as we all do, and um, just worked my way up. Really. So born and bred. Where, what's your background? Where are you from? Um, born in Brizzy, but uh, kind of grew up in a little bush town called Chinchilla. Oh yeah. And so the, when yeah. I was younger. Yeah, go on. Sorry. When I was younger, I was just doing rodeos and that, and that's how I got into the barrel racing, and really loved horses. So um, thought I'd give someone else a go, and yeah, got into Riding. I don't understand. Did you say barrel racing? <laughs> yeah. What is it? Do you know, Sammy, what yeah, barrel racing is? I know I, what it I is. I have no idea. I'm, oh, thinking, really? I'm thinking of a barrel and someone getting in it and rolling down a hill. <laughs> it's obviously not that. <laughs> no, it's when you um, – so you've got three three barrels set up in an arena and you've kind of just got to go around each barrel one after the other. On a horse. Yeah, um, and, and they're so yeah, – they right. go so quick and – but. But when they, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Cody, but uh, horses get down really low as they're taking the corner. You know, they get to the barrel, whip around the barrel, and then sprint to wow. the next one. You know, it's uh, it's it's uh, easy it's, to hang it's on. really exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of like how they um, get on those supermoto bikes where they tilt right down to the ground. It's, it's kind of like how they go around the back. 
Well, that would be that would be good practice for getting around the home turn at Kilcoy. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, have you have you ever had a, a? Well, I'm sure you would have had a, had a big stack uh, in in the barrel racing. No, no, actually, I didn't do it for that long, but I was quite lucky not to while I was doing it. All right. So you're with Tom Button now, is that right? Yeah. So are you based at Toowoomba or based on the Sunshine Coast? He's on the sunny coast, isn't he? Um, he's recently moved to Gold Coast. He's on Fenwick uh, Farm, up to Canangra. Yep. And um, I live in at Cooma Bar, uh, 30 minutes from the racetrack in Gold Coast. Okay, no worries. Has he still got... Uh, did he have a satellite stable set up at Rockhampton? Um, Townsville, it was. Townsville. That's where I... Uh, my provincial meetings up north in Townsville and then moved down here to continue on the provincial areas. So how long have you been riding for in races? Um, two years. Okay. Close to two years I've been apprenticed. All right. And you enjoy it? Yeah, I love it. Best part about that is riding winners. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, uh, uh, Tommy, was he was a successful jockey himself before he got too big and, and then... Uh, uh, he went on to other things, but then came back to horse training. He's a he's a terrific horseman, isn't he? Yeah, really good. Um, you know, just with horses and riding, good good teacher, mentor in the riding part of it as well. And what what you know uh, when you obviously have have your rides? Does he watch all your rides and then sort of go over your rides with you after after you've had a day at the races? Yeah, definitely. There's always things that he picks up on and um, wants me to improve on after a meeting. He'll always watch my replays and sit down with me, watch my replays and just say what what I could have done better or could have changed the outcome of the race. Is he hard but fair? Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. all you want. You need someone hard but fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. Cody, how does how do you go with your weight? Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, it was getting a bit hard, a bit tricky when I was uh, flying up north. But um, when I'm down here riding work every day, it stays a um, a good a good uh, like just stays the same weight. I walk around at about fifty one and a half, fifty two when I'm um, at the track every morning riding work. It um, stays at a consistent level. Now, the travelling side of things, you obviously don't mind. You're travelling uh, plenty on the weekends. You've got uh, Warwick. You've got the Sunny Coast on Sunday. Warwick today, of course, Sunny Coast Sunday. And you're off to Mwillam Bar on Monday as well. Yeah, my first time on Monday, but my uh, good outcome. It's definitely worth it. And, um, you know, progressing forward, if that means... Let's have a chat about uh, about your rides today at Warwick and in race two you ride Setus Bun for Charlotte White. Uh, it's drawn okay. Yeah, it's, it's been a bit unlucky in its first two runs, but should get a nice run from the alley and finish off well. And in race number, I get this computer of mine is very slow and very old. Uh, race two, you're riding the top weight here, and that is Sets You Burn. That's the one. That, that's, that's the one you one. mentioned, wasn't yeah. it? Certain. I told you my computer was Certain. Certain was the one I was looking for. I knew it started with an S. So race <laughs> three, you're on Certain. Get it right, Chris. Yeah, I rode it last start at Kilcoy. It 
definitely didn't suit. Um, hoping to run better. Still looking for a bit better ground. But uh, still facing a, a tough half there to, uh, tomorrow. And then in race four, you ride Alexandra Road. Uh, this horse is drawn a little bit, a uh, little bit tricky, wider out. So you need a bit of luck there. Yeah, yeah. He's also probably looking for some better ground as well. He'll definitely be better as well than um, should be right at home. You there? Yeah. Oh, sorry, we lost you there. Just a, a line breaks up a little bit. Sorry about that. Just don't move. <laughs> don't move. Can't Not even an arm. In the or same a, spot. That's right. You keep your one hand above your head. You let one leg in the air. <laughs> uh, in race number five, you're riding Saffin here. First up from a break. Yeah, he has went down uh, town before, but so um, and against some handy horses too. So um, yeah, he should should be going well, racing early in the prep and finishing strong tomorrow there. In race six, uh, you've got a couple of rides at this meeting at Warwick for the great Kenny Jones, and Sir Piccolo is one of those. Uh, this horse on his day, he can pull a run out. Yeah, definitely. I uh, wouldn't prefer it as the heavy ground, but, you know, you never know what could happen. Um, All righty. You're riding Try To Be Good for Michael Hemmings in race number seven, the class two plate. Yeah, better for his his two runs from a spell, but untested on the heavy. Well placed and should be hard to beat. And then in race eight, a good one here for Mark Curry, Cusco lad. Yeah, it was in good form for last Faces are more suitable. <clears throat> and it did win last start, uh, last start at this track. Right, and then and the last, re- yeah, sorry, the last you got delayed launch. Uh, this looks an open sort of race. This heart of a lion goes around. It's got some good uh, recent form for the Curry Stable, but you're on, as I said, delayed launch. Yeah, hasn't been far away in its recent starts. This horse um, does does face a bit of a tough task there um, tomorrow, but has one in the heavy, which could benefit race day. Do you do all your own form, Cody? Yeah, I do, do my own form. Like, Tommy helps me a little bit with mine. Yep. Uh, my manager also helps me a little bit uh, with speed map. But, yeah, it's a little bit. Good work. You've got a uh, busy weekend. You've been uh, riding up a storm. So, another treble. Another treble today. And uh, go down well, Cody. Yeah, really well. Uh, <laughs> looking forward to today and tomorrow. Also, thank you. Best, best of luck for the weekend. Thank you. Thanks, Cody. Thanks, Cody. Cody's uh, line was a bit scratchy there at uh, different stages, wasn't it? It uh, was. It I think, was. Um, uh, when do you think we'll get over that? Will Will there be a time when... When, when there's coverage when, everywhere? Yeah, when phones don't drop out, Chris. No. <laughs> it's better than it was, I suppose, but uh, no, it'll never happen. Remember the old analog. Build more towers. The, the old analog phones, and they used to just and used to you'd be talking about it just, just go gone, on. just cut you right <laughs> off. I suppose we need more towers around the place. Not everyone wants a tower built in their backyard. Yeah, exactly. Not ideal. Uh, that's for sure. But thanks very much to Cody. He's been he's in great, really well, isn't he? He's been in great form, and uh, he's got a good master. And yeah, I think he, he's. Uh, it won't be too long, and we'll be seeing him uh, winning races in town. And 
I'm sure City trainers will uh, really take advantage of his uh, his City claim. That's for sure. And he's, you know, he can go to town after riding for a couple of years and, and you know, plenty of experience under his belt. He'll be ready for yeah. it. You know, he'll really fire. So uh, uh, best of luck to Cody today at Warwick. Uh, let's take another break. When we come back on the other side, we'll get JD on the line and we will do our tips for the weekend, Chris O. Hmm. Aquis, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Darling Download. It's tipping time, Chris O. It's tipping time. It's our favourite part of this show, the Darling Download. Someone needs to lift their game too, Sammy. Oh, oh, JD, he went for a bit of value last week. Didn't work out. (laughs) (laughs) Happens to the best of us. Yeah, doesn't it just? Yeah, it does. Uh, This week is another week. So uh, just on reflection, uh, JD didn't strike a score last week. Uh, Chris Nelson had a score of three. I think I ran ran one third. Uh, Did you? Or was that Fortunate Kiss? Yeah, Royal Rift. Did it run third? No, she was... was she was uh, pretty stiff, but anyway. Um, oh, yeah. was that? Uh, you don't get extra points for that. <laughs> no, no. Chris, I had the score of uh, three, and I had seven. So uh, so it wasn't a bad uh, week. Sammy scored in every tip. We owned a smart one, ran third. Yeah, that was the only – that was a bit disappointing. Strike award oh. one, and Mr. Maestro. Is that right, Mr. Yeah, Maestro I like – gee, I like that horse of um, – Borsman's, it's uh, I reckon it's a good horse, so uh, was happy to see him. But uh, this is another week, and we need some more winners, JD. So I will kick off here with uh, to uh, we're not going to Toowoomba, of course, are we this week? Going to Warwick. We are going to Warwick, and I am going race four, number eight, New York Gal for the Curry Inform Curry Camp. Uh, their horses are flying, aren't they? Uh, I think I saw he's uh, leading uh, the country premiership, uh, Mark Curry. So, yeah, their horses are going really well. I think this horse will be hard to beat. Okay, well, I've actually gone Gold Coast instead of Warwick. I've gone Gold Coast race seven, number one, Kingscoat, I think. No prices that I can see it yet, but uh, I think it'll be a decent price and drops in grade. With the claim, sticky barrier, but should press forward, and I think he'll give a really good fight. I'm going to Warwick, and I'm going to the Warwick Cup, race number eight, horse number two, Wham. Very, very good run on Toowoomba Cup Day, Wham, and gets the claim here for Jake Malloy. So race eight, number two for me. Okay, uh, then to Brisbane and Eagle Farm, I'm going race eight, number one, has a bro. Now, uh, I came came back from uh, Melbourne last night, Chris O yes. and uh, Cliff Chadwick and his uh, partner were on the plane. I know Cliff from uh, down in Melbourne and uh, uh, believe it or not, I rode a few winners for him. He had some really good horses and uh, I was, and Cliff's going to the races and I said, uh, I reckon that has a broken win uh, on Saturday. And he goes, my wife, she's telling me all the way up here, this is the horse, this is the mm. horse. So, it's going to be uh, – there's going to be a few on board. I think seven bucks is uh, very generous. So has a bro for me at Eagle Farm. JD? 
Uh, I'm going to go head to head with you, Sammy. I'm going race eight as well. Number six, turn on the charm for Mar Eustace and Ryan Maloney. Um, brings really good form lines to this. Two starts to go around fifth to Old Flame and Purple Sector and a really strong race and they're, they're the first two favourites for, for a really nice stakes race at Flemington today as well. And interestingly enough, at the moment, this will be the first time that this horse has actually hit a good track since he's been in Australia and I think that will make a big difference to him as well. I think that's why they've, they've sent him up here for this race, to hit, hit Eagle Farm and get on a good deck. So I think he'll be very hard to beat. And I am with race nine, number two, Shamrock Lou for Tony Gollan. I think he's uh, well-suited this afternoon. He gets pace up front. He likes to sit off them, and he's a track and distance specialist. So race nine, number two, Shamrock Lou. So uh, around the country, I am going to Caulfield to the Guineas, race eight, number two, Barclay Square. Now I'm hearing that this is the way Danny O'Sullivan wants to pronounce it, Barclay Square even though it looks like it's Berkeley Square. Yes. Uh, but I think this horse is a seriously good horse. Uh, I spoke about it on uh, Trackside. You know, the fact that Willow you pushed it forward mm. two starts ago and rode it upside down and it won, and then he rode it out the back last time round, and uh, I reckon he's a gun, that horse. So uh, good things will come of Barkley Square today, I'm hoping. I agree. I've been on him all three starts this prep, obviously. Long range tip. First up, when I tipped him, had ten dollars at Caulfield, and it was a good thing beaten by Boogie Dancer. And I've backed him. I've got him going at, in the Caulfield Guineas, and also the Derby at a big price. So I don't know Ooh. if I go to the Derby now, but anyway. Best of luck. So man. I hope you're right, Sammy. <laughs> but I'm work. actually going to go uh, Caulfield Race Ten, Number Three, Zapateo for Ollie and Godolphin, James Cummings. She just looks incredibly well placed. So I was going to go with Barclay Square, but uh, just think that she is in a race where the only danger to her is bad luck. I'm going to go to a wet and soggy Randwick and go with race six, number one, Zoo Tiger, who brings the group one form. And I think it'll be very, very hard to beat back in grade. Uh, so race six, number one, Zoo Tiger, who should get through the ground okay. Will they get through the meeting, Chris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I have a reserve tip? Yeah, actually, that's not a bad idea. I would. I would. I am going to have a backup tip, and I am going to tip. Just bear with me one second, guys. I've got that many pieces of paper here. I'm going to Caulfield because we know uh, that'll race well, and I'm going to tip Zoo Style, race six, number four. I know Paul Laley's going to be all the rage in that race, but, gee, he'll find the fence if that's all right. Uh, and I think he'll be very hard to beat, Zoo Stoll. His runs have been good. So that's my backup tip. Okay. Well, best of luck there. Best of luck for the weekend, JD. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to Aquas. Good Thanks, luck, JD. There is JD with his tips. Uh, let's hope it's a lucky one. My tips for Warwick today. Let's kick off. Race number one, I'm with Flying Joy, uh, Matt Krupp's horse. Uh, Chris, I think uh, this horse is really well placed. I was pleased to hear Matt Krupp giving it a – giving it a squeak uh, in in this race. And, yeah, I I think it just needs a little bit of luck from that gate. Uh, On to race two. I am with the nine, mail out for Malia Castle. This horse gets into the race with no weight on its back. Um, Gee, there are a bunch of gazumpers in that race. And I just think if, uh, you know, if it just gets a sweet run in the race, surely uh, it can get the first win on the board. This can be its race. 
On to race three, I am with number nine, see for yourself, for the Corey and Kylie Gear and Camp. Emily Lang takes three kilos off another with no weight on its back. Um, it's carrying a postage stamp, so I, I would have thought uh, it'll be very hard to beat. My best for Warwick, uh, as we all just heard, is race four, number eight, New York gal for the Curry Camp. Jake Malloy on board. Then on to race five, I like uh, this horse of Peter and Will Holbert's, uh, My Odette, another for Emily Lang. She could have a, a big day at Warwick, and she's done that before, hasn't she? She has. She's uh, five, didn't she? <laughs> First day out. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be her favourite racetrack. Race six, number two, Ruby's Lad. First up for Soraya Champkin uh, takes the ride. Uh, this horse has been a first-up winner before. It's effective at the trip. And relatively lightly raced, so I think it's going to be hard to beat. Race seven, number eight, Seeking Guidance. Uh, looks well placed in, in this race. Then on to race eight, number eight, Military Kings. Uh, looks a good hope. And then race nine, number nine, Beg Me. Uh, it might be a bit of value. Hasn't got a jockey down, so it's not totally not sure if it's going to go around or not. But uh, it could be a bit of value in that last race. Your horse won the other day too, Sam. And I remember we were talking on trackside about uh, a race in Brisbane, a midweeker, I think it was, and you tipped a big chance. And I said it wins every pancake yeah, Tuesday and yeah, it ran second. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it won yesterday or the day. Oh, did it? Really? <laughs> you did. Wow, I missed that. So I was having more and more pancake Tuesdays, that horse. <laughs> well, it's it was uh, I knew it was knocking on the door. It was ready to salute. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's good, good work. Well... That is us done and dusted for another week on the Darling Down Low. Uh, Chris O, your best for the weekend? Uh, my best for the weekend. I'm disappointed it's going to be so wet in Sydney. I'll go Eagle Farm Race 9, number two, Shamrock Lou. Okay. Uh, all the best punters and uh, hope it's a winning weekend. Catch us at the same time next Saturday morning for the Darling Down Low. Good luck.